It's Mainly Folk with Bev Harris on Brooklyn's Radio. Well, it's a new year and it's the second year of our show. In fact, we've been going now for ooh, nearly nine months. And in all that time, we haven't really spent enough time looking at the local folk scene. And to make amends, we've got with us today Sue Graves from Twick Folk. Hello, Beth. And you help run Twick Folk, don't you? I do the uh, honour of taking the money on the door, which I think is quite an important role. <laughs> yes, you do. I have nothing to do with the bookings, but I also shift furniture and meet and greet. <laughs> so keeping it going. That's very right, important. Yes. But you've been involved in folk music for quite a long time, and what we thought we'd like to do is to look in a bit more detail about your journey in folk music and to play a few songs, if that's right today. Thank you very much. That'd be lovely. Um, so your f- original introduction to folk music... My original introduction to folk music, I think, was um, through my Uncle Mike, uh, who uh, lives in Tipperary in Ireland, uh, who has a beautiful singing voice. And um, so I was introduced to lots of Irish folk songs. And uh, then also my parents often had the, uh, had the radio on and, uh, and they had a great collection of 78s as well. <laughs> um, but I think my, my f- the first singer who I thought I really, really want to sing like that, uh, who I heard on the radio, was Joan Baez, and she's still my absolute favourite. So in terms of her, her repertoire, traditional songs? Traditional and contemporary, yep. and of course she does lots of covers of Bob Dylan and other... Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> which I can't imagine. <laughs> and so our first number is actually, is, is this one that she herself did? This is one that's on one of her early albums. And it's the Queen of Hearts? That's, that's right, yes. Let's hear it now. To the Queen of Hearts is the ace of sorrows. He's here today, but he's gone tomorrow. Young men are plenty, but sweethearts few. If my love leaves me, what shall I do? I could not count for thought of thee, my eyes so And I love my brother I love my friends And my relatives too But I'd leave them all To go with you To the Queen of Hearts Is the Sorrows. He's here today, 
but he's gone tomorrow. Young men are plenty, but sweethearts few. If my love leaves me, what shall I do? And that was Sue Graves, and she was playing the Queen of Hearts, traditional number. And that was lovely. So how did you get involved in learning to play then? Because lots of people say, oh, well, I like Joan Byers, and that's it. <laughs> they don't go any further than that. What was the next step? The next step uh, actually took some years. Uh, I was given a little guitar, but had absolutely no idea what to, what to do with it. And eventually my mum spotted uh, that there was a, a local teacher giving uh, tuition, and uh, so went along and learnt some very basic chords and, and a few very simple songs. And uh, the teacher was, was lovely. She was called Terry and she had a group of about uh, seven of us, all teenagers. And uh, after about um, seven or eight lessons, I was really felt I was getting the hang of it. And she went and emigrated to Australia, which oh, is very inconsiderate of her. Yes. <laughs> But at least that, that gave me the, the very basics, which kind of unlocked the, the guitar for me. And uh, then I actually joined a folk um, group at uh, my local church. And uh, I've adopted the principle there that I've adopted ever since, that uh, always trying to get to play with people who are better than you, and you'll always learn from them. And to this day, <laughs> every group I've been in, um, I've always played and, uh, and sung with people who are particularly, you know, much better guitarists than I am. So I, uh, I, learn, <laughs> I learn as I go along. <laughs> so you, you learn the guitar. In terms of the voice, though, because you've got a lovely voice, but it's obviously, is there, do you. You, did you have training in voice projection no, or anything like I, that? didn't i i went for one uh singing lesson uh and uh, it was a complete disaster <laughs> um it was actually at sadler's wells it was um uh, a lady who'd been recommended to me but she was i have to say i hate to say it, a music snob right <laughs> uh, she said to me oh i gather you like folk music she yes. looked down her nose <laughs> poor <at> relation me. <laughs> yes so i said yes i really want to learn to, to sing better and she said well if you're going to come to me you're going to have to learn about real music and i thought mm. oh dear oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear we're not going to get on our way so i paid my money and ran <laughs> um so what i've done is i uh, watched a bbc program called learn to sing which was on many years ago and just tried to get some tips from that and uh, just try, try really hard to, to breathe as well as I can. But uh, I, uh, I still don't think I really get it right. But uh, I, I try hard. But to you've got your own think. method now. I've got my own <laughs> method, yeah, that's right. Hard to unlearn. <laughs> probably unlearn it, actually. So you had to then, the next step was presumably playing in front of other people, which, is, right. which is the really frightening one, yes. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How did that occur? Well, um, I started singing with some friends who I met through the, through the church uh, uh, choir, and we formed ourselves into a group called Amberwood. And um, that was uh, with some friends, uh, James and Hazel, who live locally in Weybridge, right. and um, uh, another friend, Adeline, uh, who now lives in, in the, uh, down south, and uh, another friend, Les, who now lives in the West Country. And uh, we rehearsed a few, a few numbers and thought we'll go and do a, a floor spot at uh, one of the local folk clubs. So we went to one in Epsom, which I don't think is, uh, is running anymore, and turned up and did a, did a couple of uh, songs uh, from the floor. And they said, oh, do you, do you do bookings? So we said, um, oh, oh, 
oh yes they said well we've we've had uh, we've had a cancellation in a fortnight could you fill in this was your lucky break <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow so hollywood we frantically yes. <laughs> we spent a very busy fortnight learning lots more songs and we did we did combinations we did some solos and duos and that yeah. to fill out the evening and thoroughly enjoyed that. So um, from from there onwards, sort of accepted all invitations to. And no to looking sing. back. Really, no looking well. back. No. Okay, so you then you're in a number of groups, aren't you? Since then, let's yes. talk a little bit about not just groups, but actually getting some of the stuff on record. All right. Yes. Well, the first first actual recording I did was with uh, uh, in a group called Voiceover, which was um, a trio. Um, my great friends Alison Humphreys, who um, is from Northern Ireland originally, but uh, now lives in Canada, uh, and uh, another friend John Davies, um, who who also emigrated, but he went he went as far as Coventry. <laughs> and, no comment. Uh, we did. <laughs> no jokes. <laughs> we did, absolutely not. No, he went there voluntarily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, we did a combination there of, uh, of traditional and uh, contemporary songs, actually quite a few of John's own songs. And uh, I hope uh, you might be able to, to play some of those at some point. Well, let, let's <laughs> play one now. Would you like to choose one? Shall we go for The Water Is Wide, another traditional song? Let's hear it now. Thank you very much.
and that was the traditional ballad, The Water is Wide, and it was by voiceover, and on lead vocals was Sue Graves, and also there was Alison Humphreys and John Davis. So you were involved in the great folk scare with Joan Baez then, <laughs> as, it, as it was, <laughs> um, but also other artists emerged at that time, and when I saw you the other week at Twitfo, you did a lovely version of, of Ralph McTell's song, so... Fan of Ralph McTell? Huge fan of Ralph McTell. I've been going to see him quite regularly uh, since the 1970s. And he's developed and uh, grown and written so many wonderful songs. And yet people just remember him for Streets Streets of of London, which is still a great song. (laughs) And he still does it. I saw him just very recently at the Cadogan Hall in... um, in central London, which is a lovely venue. And he did Streets of London and expected everybody to join in. And I'm sure they did. They absolutely yeah. did raise the roof. But, uh, but as I say, he has written so many other great songs. And, uh, and you've chosen one. And the one I heard you do, you're going to play now, is one of his. Tequila which, Sunset. And that's Tequila Sunset. Right. Thank you. a glass of tequila to raise up my spirits when I get down I'm drinking them two at a time till I swear that I feel like a poor drunken sailor salt on my lips and my tongue taste of lime Tequila sunset, Tijuana sunrise. Let's put the light back in each other's eyes. And maybe tomorrow, if the wheels can roll, we'll take the road down south, babe. Full of dreams, aim for 
dance floor maybe they'll play a slow tune oh tequila sunset do you want a sunrise turquoise and silver stars hung in And that was Sue Graves doing the Ralph McTell song, Tequila Sunset. It's a lovely song, isn't it? Thanks very much. Yes, he's a great writer and and a fantastic performer. And I could never never emulate his guitar style, but... uh... I Keep think trying. you did a fair old job there. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> so you get involved with the local folk clubs. Twenty years ago, you were there. We've had we've had quite a vibrant scene around here in Northwest Surrey for some time now, and well, going back many years. But particularly Ram Club, Twickenham Folk Club, and the Anchor Club in Byfleet. You've been going to them, and how did this develop your interest more? Yes, I've been a regular at at all three of those clubs for for quite a long time. Uh, the original Anchor Folk Club was based in Adelston. Uh, when I first first got involved with it, and the current one's now been running for over fifteen years in uh, at the Blue Anchor in Byfleet, and I've also, as I say, been uh, yes going to the Ram Folk Club, which moved from Claygate to Thames Ditton and is now very happily established at the Old Cranleyans and in Thames Ditton on a Friday night. Yep, <laughs> always good. And then Twick Folk on a Sunday night, uh, and I started helping out with that probably about fifteen years ago basically taking people's money on the door and uh, meeting and meeting and greeting people as they come in uh, helping generally with the furniture and uh, handing out flyers and anything else that's uh, that's needed so you've got more hands on over more the years hands on, absolutely yes. so you could really keep yourself busy though on thursday friday and sunday night with a folk club absolutely yes and of course there are other other clubs to go to yeah. on other nights as well but those are the, those are the ones i'm most yeah. uh, regularly as indeed yeah, we mentioned in our gig guide yes. <laughs> quick plug <laughs> so absolutely. um at the ram club you met steve I did indeed, yes. Steve does the publicity for the Ram Club and, and often does the sound as well. And uh, I had, had known him for, for quite a while before we actually started singing. And I also knew Hector, the other member of uh, the trio Soiree that I play in. And I was in a duo with Hector previously, but uh, we came together as a trio uh, due to the, the Ram Club and haven't looked back. It's been such great fun. When was, when was Soiree formed? In 2005, we first, we first played together. And it's still, still going strong. Still going strong. We've got a little pause at the moment, unfortunately, because Hector's um, unfortunately un- undergoing some chemotherapy treatment. Right. So he's uh, uh, having, to, having to be a good boy and stay, stay away from uh, large gatherings at the moment. But hopefully that's a temporary blip, and we're uh, wishing him well and hoping he's going to be back with us very soon. Indeed. And you've recorded... We recorded uh, a CD in 2008 called Serenading the Moon, mm-hmm. and uh, the, that line actually comes from a line in the um, song Skylark by Hoagy Carmichael. Uh, it's about the gypsy serenading the moon. It comes after a, a line which, uh, which refers to crazy as a loon. We thought that wouldn't make such a good CD title. No, probably not. <laughs> and there's another one planned, is there? 
Well, it took us several years to get round to the first <laughs> one, but I really hope we do do another one, particularly as um, Hector and Steve have both uh, written lovely songs. So the first uh, CD that we did is um, some traditional and a lot of contemporary uh, songs by other songwriters, but I hope if we do do another CD that we'll be able to put some of Hector and Steve's originals on well, there. Well, look forward to that. Well, let's hear something from the your first album, then. Tell us a bit about this one. Oh, this one is such fun. It's the uh, Kirsty McColl classic, uh, There's a Guy Works Down the Chip Shop, Swears He's Elvis. And we have been known to perform this with Hector donning an Elvis wig and doing the uh-huh-huh. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> OK, let's hear it now without the wig. <laughs> Chip shop swears he's Elvis, but he's alive and I'm not sure about you. 
Elvis has left the building. A <laughs> <laughs> nice bit of rock and roll guitar there from Steve as well. That was Yes, that was definitely Steve's handiwork. <laughs> <laughs> Guy down the chip shop thinks he's Elvis. Well, don't they all? Right. <laughs> So, Soiree's going strong, but you're still playing solo as well. That's right, yes. It's good to have uh, various options. (laughs) And still learning. And still, absolutely still learning all the time. And would you recommend it as something to get involved with? Very much so. I think much of my social life uh, and and many of my friends now are are people I've met in various folk clubs or various uh, venues. (laughs) And in terms of, uh, of course, uh, Twig Folk, you get to see... A lot of up-and-coming stars, established stars, etc. Absolutely. And it's lovely to get a sort of behind-the-scenes uh, feel for uh, the, uh, the artists who come through. Because you see, you see them before they go on and uh, get, get, a, get a chance to chat to them sort of behind the scenes. You don't have um, anything like with rock stars where you have special rider arrangements, you know, like <laughs> the dressing room has to be all white or something like that. We have had one or two really? <laughs> through like that. <laughs> uh, we have to very tactfully tell them that <laughs> we, yeah. we are only a small... <laughs> <laughs> we are we are only a small club, and uh, and unfortunately the dressing rooms are either the ladies or gents lose. Generally yeah, speaking, very salubrious. Yeah. <laughs> very salubrious. Yeah. But we do our best to um, to make people comfortable, and uh, certainly provide food and, and yeah, drink. they can always get nice yes. food, can't yes, they? As well, that's the right. As well. yes. Yeah, well, that always works very well. It does indeed. And, yes, <laughs> and with the licensing laws now changing with the music so and all that, better, that yes. so much better. Definitely, yeah. and hopefully we get more folk clubs rather than less. Let's hope so, yes, yes. We can never have too many, really. <laughs> the interesting thing, of course, is now live music is suddenly the thing, isn't it? We're certainly in the, in the pop music business, they're selling well, less records and more CDs, rather, I should say, and making more money now from the actual gigs. Absolutely, that's right, yes. I mean, you had Sorry. Leonard Cohen just down the road, didn't you, not so long ago? <laughs> yes, he did. He's, he's here next summer as well. Yes. Well, there you are. But yes, I think that's part of his retirement plan, though. I think it is. I'm yes. towards it. Okay. Yes, unfortunately, we can't quite stretch to him at Twick Folk. <laughs> well, Sue, it's been lovely having you in the studio. Um, and we're going to finish off with another tune. Which one would you like to, to do? I, I think we did discuss so many people you've seen and been influenced by. Absolutely. Let, this is going to be from um, a duo that's very much now, isn't it? Still very much performing. Very much so, yes. Fantastic singer-songwriters and uh, and wonderful performers and deservedly um, winners of the uh, best duo on uh, on at least one occasion and we're talking about Chris Wilde and Julie Matthews indeed and the song is and the song is called The Thorn Upon the Rose Its taste was sweet Like summer wine Heart that beats in double time He walked right in He bowled you over Now you're still reeling From the feeling when he's gone The door is closed The lock is turned And all the memories and the letters have been burned So when you pick the handsome flower Don't forget the thorn upon the rose Its cut is deep and its scar lasts forever It follows love wherever 
love goes Just how we fall It's hard to know What we feel we seldom show We show the parts We feel our best Skirt around the edges Trying to cover up the rest You think you know him He thinks the same But underneath it all It's just a crazy guessing game So when you pick The handsome flower Don't forget the thorn upon the rose Its cut is deep and its scar lasts forever It follows love wherever love goes Win or lose, it's just the same of joy, tears of pain, they're hand in hand, they come as one, never see the moon without the promise of the sun, for all the bruises and all the blows, I'd rather feel the thorn than to never see the rose. So when you pick the handsome flower Don't forget the thorn upon the rose Its cut is deep and its scar lasts forever It follows love wherever love goes It follows love And that was Thorn Upon the Rose, a Julie Matthews song, sung by Sue Graves. And nearly out of time, Sue. It's been great having you here. Thank you so much, Bev. I've really enjoyed it. And I'm going to ask you to finish off with a number of your choice. So what would it be? Well, I've gone for Winter Song by Emily Smith, who's a young Scottish singer-songwriter who I believe you know. Yep. Who's got the most fantastic voice. And this is such a lovely song for this time of year because it starts basically in the sort of late autumn and goes right through to the spring and uh, tells the, the story of the, the turning of the year and the, season, the changing in the seasons. Thanks ever so much. Thank you very much. The leaves are falling from the trees. Farewell for now, warm summer breeze. Weather has been good this year. Soon we'll be here The nights are drawing into shorter days 
talk and the country people say Don't fear the dark, nature has it all in hand Time to reflect and renew the tired land So we'll stop the fire and light the land Turn our backs in from the dam Settle down beneath the starry sky Each clear day he surely will be found The geese fly south to find a warmer home And the weary bull he soldiers on alone Children's laughter it crackles in the air Sparks fly high, they'll catch them if they dare Sky, endure the winter 